Hello, everybody. Hello. We are here with boy, oh boy, conversations with Gray and JC. Grayson. JC. We're being eavesdropped on Grayson. What? By the, the recorder. It was recording us without us knowing. Oh, yeah, that was wild. And for how long? Who knows? That's the question. That's the question. Grayson, that was your week, man. Awful. <laughs> Awful. No, that's not a good adjective. Well, dude, the last three days have been bad because the work has been so tiring. Okay, but the four before that? Mostly fine. Okay. But these three have made up a lot of of the opinion. Yeah, no, it's been... It's been I'm so tired. That's so sad. So they're just awful because they've left you tired. Kind of, yeah. Okay. But at least like you haven't like had a family member die tragically, you know, right? I mean, have you? In the past week? Like... No, but in the course of my life, probably, yeah. Well, I mean, this week is looking not too bad then for the both of us. Yeah, honestly, we're kind of killing it. We should really be um, w- counting our blessings. Darn you know? right. That's exactly right. Um, Gray the Gray, I'm going to count my biggest blessing this week, and that's the fact that I fucking stomped Steven to the ground. Let's go! In the video game Total Extreme Wrestling before I arrived to the humble home studio today. I still do not understand the game. The it's it's just you you book wrestling shows and you want your wrestling show to be better than his. Like I, I understand that. Yeah. But I like looking at the game because I, I saw the game. Yeah. Like I looked at it. Yes. It is all text. It is just walls and walls of text. Yeah. And I can't like I'd be lying if I said I understood every aspect of the game. You know, I certainly do not, and I have really limited exposure to it because I only get to use it when I'm at Stevens. But you know, it's fun. I'll take your word for it. I I I literally I just I murdered him. I got my show rated a fifty-eight. He got a forty-two. Out of what? Hundred. Oh. But it's hard to do really good shows at the beginning. Our companies are still, you know, they're they're just taking off. They're little babies. Yeah. We haven't established our top stars yet. How many years has it been around? T E W? No, no, no. Your your companies. Uh a month and a half. What? Yeah. Wait, wait. You've been playing this game for weeks. Yeah, but we book one show a week. And we also, to be fair, we've booked just as many weeks, as many weeks as we've been playing it. We are not ahead. Like, we are on level with when we started it. It's just we had a month of not being able to figure it out. It's like there was a month of just showing up and not being able to figure out how to get the game to start. I'm baffled. I thought you had been like, I thought this was like years worth of companies. No, it's like booking it in real time. Only because we get to do it once a week, right? Like, theoretically, if we were meeting up every day, it could go by a lot faster. But we're booking like one show a week, then twice in a week. How long does it take you to book a show? Maybe about an hour if you're, you're fast about it. Like today, we were both fast about it. It took about an hour for both of us. That's outrageous. Yeah, but that also includes us presenting the show to the other person because we'll sit there and provide commentary and theatrics, you know? Steven insists on playing music on YouTube for every wrestler on his show, and it makes it take so much longer and adds nothing. It makes it more stilted, and, like, it just, it's just, it's, it's, it's such a bad idea, but he has stuck with it. And last week was the first week he did it. And it made the show take so long, but I was rushing to get over here. So I was, like, freaking out. Like, Stephen, I didn't say it, but I was thinking in my head, like, why the fuck are you playing every single person's theme song? This is so unnecessary. No, you just don't get it. And he's since had me create my own playlist of theme songs so I can do the same. Darn right. And I don't 
I don't do it with as much integrity as he does. I play make maybe one or two songs, you know? I hope that's okay. See, that's why up until now you haven't been able to beat him. You just you aren't going in with integrity. I'm sorry, but today I do have integrity? No, this was just a fluke. Okay. This is no, luck. What I think it is is I usually am the person who has my show go on first and Steven does his show second. Today Steven went first and I went second. Oh. So honestly, Steven's just been getting by, resting on his laurels, and today he had to show up and he didn't. You know? It's tough. Tough. We live and we learn though. We live and we learn. Grayson, last week we talked a lot about your romantic prospects. Or maybe it was the week before that. Honestly, I have no clue. Who's to say? Who's to say? I heard from a little birdie. You went on a date this I past Friday. I did. Oh, my God. How'd it go? I think well. Yeah. It was okay. good. Yeah. Have you fallen head over heels in love? I don't think so. Oh, that's tough. That's kind of devastating. Have yeah. you like already hit up, hit up the dating apps again to see other no. fishes in the pond okay okay so we're but it went well yeah it went good um i don't know how much we talked about on the podcast but it's the girl who is friends with a different girl who ghosted me I think or not ghosted me stood up like uh, stood me up like a year and a half ago oh that's a long time ago oh my gosh maybe it's not the i, I have no concept of time okay okay no it couldn't have been that long. i don't know how long ago it was i, I have, have no, no clue idea. it's hard to keep track of these things um but they are really close friends and um, I just happened to match with this other girl and then started talking to her, asked her out, and then found out. And then, like, realized. Was that like, she's oh. friends with the girl who stood you up. Yeah. That's Luckily, so this girl did not stand me up. Congrats on that. Not yet. To not be yet. clear, you know, because future dates are in store, I imagine. Yeah. So she still has the opportunity. But okay. Um, instead of standing me up, she gave me a fake address. A fake address? Well, because I was picking her up. Okay. You know, I was driving out there, picking up. She lives out Very in, like, kind Pflugerville. Oh, that's, like, wait, ugh. that's problematic. It's terrible. That's a red flag, Grayson. Honestly. But uh, I, I did the drive. I made my trek up there. Okay. I did it. And then uh, I show up to the address, and I'm pulling up, and I go to park, and, like, I pulled a little bit too far, so I was backing up. And then out she runs into the middle of the road. And I, I've, I'm, like, looking over my shoulder behind me, trying to back up, and then I look around. She's just there in the road. That's dangerous. Did no one tell her she's not supposed to do that? Apparently not. That's devastating. That um, is messed up. Did you tell her, hey, you can't be running into the middle of the road. Your safety I should is have. on the line. No, I didn't bring it up. I was I was too <sighs> panicked and you shocked. You need to explain it to her. And then next thing I know, she's getting in my car. I, I was going to get out and like knock on the door, say hello, how you doing? And then we walk through. No, she just, just ran on the she road, got in my in. car. Yeah. I understand. Um... But yeah, she gave me a fake address. It was wild. It was the address for the house across the street. She doesn't want you. Um, I don't. I don't really know what the the end game is if she's just revealing herself, anyways. Well, what but. she said was that she didn't. She was worried that I'd be like a murderer. She didn't want to be killed. And I was like, okay, but you, you were out in the middle of the street. You ran out to meet me, anyways. Is yeah, the, you were like outside in the maybe street. Because like, she I saw just... you. She saw you and was like, okay, that's him. Like maybe she's not okay with like a random murderer killing her. But a murderer that looks like the guy that she matched with, she's fine with that. I see. I see. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm learning she's incredibly vain is the thing. She might be. Who's to say? That's so sad. That's so sad. But what is the plan for this upcoming date? Um, We're going to get dinner and then watch a movie. Oh, my. What movie? I don't know yet. Scooby-Doo Monsters Unleashed? I can only hope. Listen, I don't see how that goes wrong. You know, you actually raise a great point. Because I would say you could watch the first live-action Scooby-Doo, right? But that one is more hit or miss, I find, because it verges on creepy, you know? Monsters Unleashed, family-friendly fun. 
It's just a good one. And then if she loves it and she hasn't seen it before, no way she hasn't. Okay, she's a she's a human on this earth and in, in, in the year of our Lord, twenty twenty three. So, but if she hasn't, then you have third date already ready to go. Then you're watching Scooby Doo Monster Island or whatever the fuck it was called. Um, and then she'll probably be weirded out by the scrappy scene at the end. I still am weirded out by it, but we live. You Weird know? character that scrappy. Yeah, I just I remember his head being so big. And disgusting. I mean, this is just that's just kind of how he's designed. Not like the actual Scrappy. Like no, no, that's that's so sad. It's actually just like that. And that is really devastating. Just that is a giant head because it's like his head is the same size as Scooby's head, but just a tiny little body. I'm sorry, it's not his fault. Okay, he didn't choose to be like that. I guess not, but a puppy power or whatever. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think so. So your next few dates are already locked and loaded. It Seems so. Like. You yeah. Can, Instead of getting dinner, you just order Jewboy Burger in, okay? Shades of Clifford. And then fourth date, if she's really into the dog thing, Clifford the Big Red Dog. Okay, well, no. Uh, no, absolutely You could be like, my friend actually wrote this. <laughs> you know? I met the guy who wrote this movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well. I interviewed him. You don't want to downplay how close you are with Blaze. Close you know? personal friend. Like, there's no shame. No, there's a lot of shame, actually, in knowing him. So I <laughs> yeah. take that back. Never mind. Never I mean, his two biggest credits are Clifford the Big Red Dog and... Uh, was it Vampires uh, of Queens? No, the Bronx, I believe. The Bronx? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something to that effect. Um, but Gray the Gray, uh, I, I I have a... I don't know if it's a question or as much of it as a comment about a different movie star. Okay, not Blaze Hemingway. Not whoever did the voice of Scooby-Doo. Okay? I, I need to, to bring to the table uh, Dave Franco, brother of James. Okay, are you aware of Dave Franco? Yeah. Okay, what, what films have you seen him in? Prove it. The Disaster Artist. Okay, he wasn't that. What else? No, that's kind of it. You ever see those movies, Neighbors? The Neighbors movies with like Seth Rogen and him? I think I watched one of them one time. Okay, well, he was in that as well. But I've just known Dave Franco always, right? I've been watching his movies since I was a little boy. And I saw him on Instagram the other day. And he looks so unbelievably young. Like, he looks like he could reasonably be mid-20s. But in my head, I thought, that can't be right, because I've been watching him since I was, like, 12, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I pulled up his age. The man is 40, and he's the younger brother of James Franco. That's crazy. I mean, those Franco boys, they got a youth to them. They really, really do. And even his wife, the the lady from also the disaster artist, but from Community, Alison Brie, incredibly young. They're married? Dave Franco and Alison Brie are married. Oh, good for them. Honestly. On- also, Dave Franco's voice... Sounds the exact same. Like it sounds like he's a like a nineteen year old boy. He just has such a young voice. It's crazy. He's just built that way. I guess I want to be built that way. Too bad. Why? You're not a Franco. How do you know? You know what? Fair enough. You could be. Thank like you. all things considered, you could be. Think I don't have his voice though. But neither does Dave. Sorry, James. James. Dave. Yeah, does you gotta have keep Dave's these voice. these boys straight. I apologize. I well, you they can do the what they Franco want. the Franco boys straight. No, they. Do you can remember do... the third Franco? Is there one? Yeah, there's another brother. What's his name? I no. I you just gotta made keep him them up. straight. I just, I made okay, that you up. can't come out here. Just I don't throwing out. The I just made him up. There could I, be five Franco boys. There could be. It's like the third property brother. It's true. Yeah. It's true. That would be really unfortunate to be a third Franco. You know, like you got James, Dave, and then Mike. Mike, Mike Franco. Mike, Mike Franco. never caught on with the... Or what if Mike just went to school to become an accountant 
you know? He's just living his life. Now he re- well, now he regrets his life. He sees the success of his brothers, and now he just regrets it. Every no, aspect of no. it. No, He's now his brother's accountants and probably making bank off oh, of it. Oh, you know what? Fair enough. Fair. What if his brothers hate him? And they say, we, we wanted you to drive us to acting class as a kid, but you were too busy with your accounting classes. Fuck you, Mike. You know? I'd be very sad. I feel very bad for their family dynamic. It would be tough. Like the the young bucks. Okay, Stevens told you a lot about the young bucks. The these professional wrestlers, uh, and they have a younger brother named Malachi Jackson. Okay, the main ones are Nick and Matt Jackson, but they have a younger brother Malachi, and Malachi never caught on. He he was a smaller rest, somehow smaller than the young bucks, but smaller and just not that good. And he had to retire like twelve years ago. Very sad. That's so sad. And now his brothers are multi-millionaire wrestlers, and he just he couldn't stick with it. Devastating. So devastating. This is the story of Mike, you know? It's really tough. It's really tough. This is what it would be like if you had a younger brother who didn't go to McCombs. Okay, that's what he would feel like. Seeing you and Wilson, all your accolades, all your business acumen. Mm-hmm. Did I ever tell you I almost had a younger brother? I think you did. Yeah. But I, rem- I feel like you told me forever ago because I remember you saying it in your bedroom in San Antonio that no longer exists or at least no longer belongs to the the, the Rauscher family. True. You know? Which is very sad. Very, very sad. But Grayson, you're saying, you're telling me that this week can be summed up with the word awful despite the fact that you've met the love of your life. Yeah, I mean, it was that rough at work. It was. That's really tough. Because like, let's say really the two of you get along. It goes wonderfully. You get married. Okay, we're 30 years down the line. And I say, Grayson, gosh, do you remember the day you met your love of your life, your wife? And, and then yeah, you I'll turn be like, to me man, and say, yeah, that was a rough work <laughs> week. Yeah, that week sucked ass, actually. <laughs> I don't, that, that'd be tough. You know, that'd be really unfortunate. But I guess that's where we're at. Yeah, pretty much. Shit. I'm so sorry about that. Really, truly. It's how it is. My week. I, I guess this couldn't be representative of the whole week, but my last Thursday, so six days ago at the time what? of this recording, okay, was amazing. Because I tattooed my mom for like that social media thing I'm doing, right? Mm-hmm. But afterwards, we watched our episode of Survivor that had just come out. Great. Awesome. Right? Oh, I know what topic this is. Ugh. Then I asked my mom, Mom, there's that new Squid Game reality show. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know about it. And I was like, do you want to like maybe start watching that? Because it was like still like kind of early. We finished the tattoo earlier than usual. And she was like, I actually watched all the episodes already like with your dad. And I was like, oh, OK, well, like, can I start watching it? And she was like, oh, yeah, I would watch it again like in a heartbeat. Grayson. I've now caught up, okay? We're one episode, or the next episode to come out of it, it hasn't come out yet, is the finale, right? We started like 475 people on this reality show. We're down to three. That's an insane number. The reality shows I usually watch start with anywhere from 12 to 25 people, okay? Starting at almost 500 is insane. And... I have to be honest, this is not my first impression anymore because, again, it's been like six days since. But Squid Game The Challenge, while it's a terrible name for a show, Squid Game colon The Challenge, it is one of the most incredible works of reality TV I've ever seen because it is just so unbelievably entertaining. Like, reality TV is usually kind of boring. We're like, I'll binge it, right? But there's no part of me that's like, oh my god, I need to turn on the next episode. Like, there's not that urge that, like, drama has, right? But this has more successfully than anything I've ever watched before. 
blended reality TV and drama, okay? And I'm pretty confident it's because it has to be scripted. Because it is just too good and entertaining not to be scripted. But then I also consider it's Netflix and they have unlimited resources. And if you cast almost 500 people, you're bound to have some really good stories. You know? But it's just so good. And it's a little crazy because I don't think I would have ever said that because I didn't really enjoy Squid Game, the actual show. I only watched like one episode and didn't really get interested in it, you know? And also, like, what one of the aspects I like about reality TV is like all the social dynamics and how like, I don't know, I think that that element of competition is really cool, right? Aside from just like straight up physical competitions is like the actual, you know, interactions between the people. And this reality show, Squid Game The Challenge, disregards the social aspect more than any show I've ever seen ever. Because, like, it's just so luck-based. Like, so many of the eliminations are literally just a roll of a die. You know, some of them are literal rolls of dice that determine whether or not you die or, or, or live. And also, when the people die, <laughs> depending on how much they want to get shown on TV, if they really want to get shown on TV, they really ham it up. And like there's an ink pack that they wear around their neck and it explodes when they're out of the game. And so when it explodes, they'll like just feign like they've just been like murdered. Okay, like just been shot. And so they like they collapse to the ground in really dramatic fashion. And it's so terrible. And it's the first thing you have to like kind of look past in the first episode. But once you do, it's so good. Okay, that's Squid Game the Challenge. Very good. I really didn't expect to like it. Especially because I was seeing everyone talk about it, and it's been a lot of people's introduction to reality TV. I was like, this probably sucks ass. And I watched it, and I was a hater. I was a hater before I should have been. I should have given it a chance, and now that I did, I love it. <sighs> you know, JC, I am thrilled that you enjoyed it. Thank you. Please never talk to me about it again. <laughs> no, but you don't understand. They started with 475 people. They're down to three. No, I heard. You, imagine how special you'd feel if you were in the final three. I heard. Imagine how deserving you'd feel of the $4.6 million. That's an insane pot for a, a reality show. Big Brother's usually for half a million, okay? 4.6 million for two weeks of work? Cray the gray. And it's probably the most likely reality show to get cast on because their casting was 500 people. You applying for season two, I imagine? Nope. Okay. <clears throat> Are you? I mean... Potentially, I just, it films in Europe, you know, and I'd almost certainly die in the first competition because I'm, I'm not into the Squid Game lore, so I really don't know how their competitions work. So I'd surely die in the first competition, and it'd just be a giant waste of everyone's time, you know? That would be very funny. It was because you, you've seen, have you seen actual Squid Game or no? Nope. You're aware of like the red light, green light stuff with the gigantic doll though? Yes. That's the first competition. And how they present it in the episode is kind of how they do in the real Squid Game, where it's like, I don't know, like a minute goes by and it turns its head around and a minute goes by, like, well, like all that kind of stuff. But, and they edit it like that again for the reality show. But everyone came out in interviews afterwards, like alleging abuse from Netflix, because apparently it was like freezing temperatures in the room where they filmed it. And it wasn't just like instantaneous, they like could tell who moved. Apparently, they had to spend like an hour and a half between every head turn to track who moved. And so everyone had to like freeze in their position for like, again, like over an hour um, before they could walk again, which is insane. Like it was maybe 20 minutes of TV 
but it took like eight hours to film. Um, so again, I would absolutely lose. <clears throat> you know? Yep. Yeah. You want to play red light, green light? No. My dad was playing it with my niece and my nephew two years ago at Christmas. That's adorable. Yeah. He used to play it as a kid, my dad. Apparently, it was a real thing. Yeah, it's a real thing. Set. What are you talking about? I, never I just played, played it in as PE. a kid. I did not play it in PE. What you the didn't heck? grow up with the Texas school system until you were like 15 or 16. What is wrong with Texans? You never played red light, green light? You guys didn't even have an Arizona pledge, okay? We probably do. We just didn't no say it because you weren't yeah. real Arizonian patriots, okay? Whereas me, I hey, read you, it for the whole school, the Texas Pledge. I will have you know, one. I have the five C's of Arizona memorized. That's all great and beautiful, but you probably never even once said the Pledge of Allegiance for Texas out loud. You probably just stood there. Am I right or am I wrong? You're wrong. You would say the Texas Pledge out loud? Yeah. How did you memorize it? I don't remember. I like, don't know. did you sit down and be like, "Oh, I gotta show up to school knowing this tomorrow"? No, I mean, it just waited like three days, and I was like, "Oh, that's what it is." You, but the first three days, you just looked around, kind of confused. Well, yeah, because we didn't have an Arizona one. Did Did you know about it before you started, though? Nope. So it caught you off guard. Yeah, I was baffled. Okay, so like, were you trying to like read everyone's mouth? Like, did you try like to say it the first few times when we mess up and no. like just like mouth along? You waited till you were confident. Well, I was just kind of like, oh, we're doing this? And then after a few times, I was like, I guess this is a thing. And then by then, I kind of learned it. That's crazy you said it. Because I feel like in high school, no one said it. Everyone just kind of stood there with their hand over their heart. Maybe I didn't say it. No, I don't remember saying it since I was... I don't even think in middle school everyone said it. I really think it was like an elementary school thing where you said it. I mean, I said it all of senior year, right? But that was, again, different circumstances, you know? Like, I would have been shocked. No, I guess you raise a good point. I, yeah. Like, now that I think about it, I think school, it was just dead silent when that it was been happening. Awesome if you were just screaming it at the top of your lungs, you know? But I really don't think you've ever said it, probably. Probably not. Yeah. You see, now you're trying to take credit for being a Texas You raise patriot, a good point. Yeah. A Texan when you're just not one, okay? You're just not considered. You just, you, you're such a poser, you know? You want to be us so bad. You are not. A born Texan. Okay? You're a transplant. How's that feel? Why are you trying to shame me? It's not... Sh I mean, I didn't say you should feel ashamed of it. I was just pointing out facts. But if you feel shame, I can't help that. I think Arizona's great. Listen, I'm not the one who had to up and leave to go to a different state for school. Listen, that wasn't my choice. Yes, it was. They made me. It was your top choice. They made me. All the Texas schools said, we won't accept you. That's also a lie. They you could have gone said, to UT. Go to hell. They said, we don't want you here. This is blatantly said, untrue. You, know you could have gone to okay. UT with me. You got into UT as well. Okay. Honestly, yeah, but I don't know. I I feel like if I had gone to UT, there's a great chance I don't stick around. I don't, I don't know what I do. I'd, my life would be so different, you know? I have no clue what my life looks like if I, if I stick around in Austin. Not stick around, but if I go to Austin for college. Because honestly, I probably would like would have gone down to San Antonio like every weekend all of college, you know? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Which like that doesn't sound ideal. And that's no. such like a Dylan move. It really you know? is. No, Dylan does the reverse. He's in <laughs> yeah. San Antonio and he drives up to Austin for school. That's very tough. That is very, very, very tough. But Grayson, I will not be going to Texas. I will not be going to Arizona. No, no. This weekend I will be going. 
to Omaha, Nebraska. Isn't that big? That is. I think that's kind of crazy. Yeah. I've never been to Nebraska. Maybe I'll love it. What if I go and I'm like, I want to move to Nebraska. I sincerely I would be blown away. Doubt that happens. Yeah. It's mostly cornfield. But hear me out. Doja Cat's performing when I'm there. And she's ostracized all of her fans. So, you know. Should I go see her? Probably not. Okay. I guess. She has a good song that's out right now. I, I used it for a video in one of the, the videos I made for work in the, in the background. It was, it was decent. A lot of cursing. I had to use the clean version, you know, but it was it was good. That's nice. Yeah. She doesn't like her fans, Grayson. That's, that's the news. I, I guess it's like months old news at this point, but she doesn't like her fans. And now she writes songs exclusively about how much she doesn't like her fans. And how they need to get a life and stop like idolizing her. That seems like a bad business decision. <laughs> it does. It really, but what's so like you would think on the surface that seems like a bad business decision. But like the like the paint the town red song, which is like the first single about all that stuff, has been like number one song in the country for like a month now. So it's like maybe she that's lost what her that's closest. About? Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I haven't listened to the whole song. I I mean honestly, I only know like snippets but i forget where it was i just listened to something about it like a couple days ago and it kind of explaining how it's about that and how she went on like a rampage on twitter um against her her stands as it were you know i would rather be famous instead i don't know what that line means maybe she doesn't want her fans she just wants like general fame and she got it number one song you know i suppose so yeah there she goes she's killing it she is killing it gray the gray uh, is there anything else that you you have on the top of your mind? You know, you're coming off a really awful week, I heard. Okay, but you have the date to look forward to this Friday. Anything else that is that is eating away at the the mind of Gray the Gray? After my date, okay. So let me go back to the date so we can talk about like the events as they unfolded. Okay, okay. We just breeze past that. Jason. Yeah, 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 of course. Past it, well, she got in my car. When, when we were talking about it, I wasn't trying to breeze past it, but how you presented it sounded like you didn't want to talk about the specific events. Well, of course, I want to talk about it. Okay, listen. Here's the thing. When we were planning it, I had uh, basically asked her, like, hey, do you want to grab coffee or would you rather get food? And she was like, I love coffee, but I'd rather get food. And I was like, cool. Um, and then I looked up, like, food places in Pflugerville. Um, because I'm sorry I don't about know that. Any. That sounds like a terrible experience. But I, I found one that looked kind of cute. It was, like, something pecan. I don't really remember. But I guess when I, like, offered it up to her, I was like, hey, what about this pecan place? And she was like, oh, that looks really good. I guess pecan jogged her mind because she then was like, I really like this place called East Pecan as well. East Pecan is a coffee shop. Uh-huh. Not food. That's unfortunate. And here's the thing. I picked her up at like 3, 3.30. Closes at 4. That's not good. No. Not good at all. So we get to the coffee shop and they're already like gearing to close. How did you feel about your driving ability, by the way? I haven't had you drive me in a long time, Grace. And it's been a while. But the last time I was in the passenger seat, you still weren't the most like effective or like confident driver I'd ever met. You know, do you think any of that showed with you driving this woman around? No. Okay. That's good. Congratulations on that. I'm just, these are the questions, you know? Okay. Well, we got to the coffee place. Um, and then we got coffee and then we sat down and then they had like board games and stuff, but there wasn't enough time to play a real board game. Okay. So we just grabbed one off the shelf that was, um, how, how weird are you? How strange are you? Or something like wow. that. How strange were you? Did you find out? Not really because we didn't play the game properly. We Damn. just took the card questions and asked each other the questions. Uh-huh. 
She was much stranger than me. How so? Well, just because it, it basically is the question, and then it's how many people said yes and how many people said no, oh, it's like all a yes percentage. Yeah, it's all yes or no, and then I'll uh, say percentage of yes. Okay. She was she was always in the minority. Always yeah. in the minority. Well, quite frequently. Can you give me an example of like one where she was in the minority? I remember none. What about ones where you were in the minority? I don't think I had any where I was in the minority. What ones were you in the majority for? Um, I also don't remember. Okay. They were not very enthralling questions. I understand. I understand. Um, but you should have been taking notes. Okay, these questions are going to become very important at a later date. It's possible. Mm-hmm. But um, after it closed, we were like, okay, so what do you, what do we want to do? And we decided to go to the place that it, like I had picked, the food place. Um, and it was only like half a mile away, which is really convenient. So we walked there, and then we got food. She got a baked potato. That sounds like a girl with an eating disorder, if I've ever heard of one. A baked potato, Jason. Uh-huh. No, I get it. That's what I get when I go to Wendy's. I get baked potatoes. Potato. My mom and sister eat baked potatoes all the time. Baked potato. I get it. Um, and then on the way walking back, on the way walking there, we had like seen a garden. She was like, oh, I want to go there. I was like, cool, let's go. I think we could just cross the street. There was no crosswalks like anywhere. Oh, fun. Um, and I was totally willing to just cross it, but she was not confident. No. There was a lot of cars. And so we decided to just go there on the way back by walking on the other side of the road because it was like a straight shot pretty much. Uh-huh. Um, so we there, ate on the way back, stopped at the garden place, and just kind of walked around. It was a very pleasant time. What did you get when she ate a baked potato? I got a sandwich and soup. Okay. So at least you matched kind of the energy. Because if you got like a meaty dinner and she's there eating a baked potato, that would have been crazy, you know? That would have been very funny. Mm-hmm. I would have been missed all about opportunity, that. to be honest. Kind of, yeah. It's kind of devastating. Was it like a fancy place or no? No, it was just like a... Nice little, nice little sandwich shop. Okay, I understand. I understand. And then you bid her adieu. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Drove her back. Dropped her off at the correct address. Congrats on that. Said the fake address, and then but drove if home. she's intelligent, and I imagine she is very. She gave you another fake address. She doesn't Could've even been. live in that neighborhood. Could have been a double fake. I hope so for her safety. I know your plans. Okay. In my dash. I know you have plans. in the back of your car. Yeah, exactly. So for her safety i i I hope i pray Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but gray the gray uh what else has been going on in your life anything at all um i had D &D immediately after the date so i went from there straight to D. &D. that puts a little crunch on you and your date you know that puts some limits on it well i simply uh well by then we had like added extra stuff to the date so and she had to get to studying she had stuff to do okay we had already like pushed past so i was late to D &D when Uh i got there um but got to D&D, had a great time. Um, one guy who started when we like started at work, played D&D with us, went on like some crazy episode, unemployed, quit the job at uh, GameStop, and then did like a whole thing, was in Spain for a while because he's originally from Spain. Hell yeah. Now he's back. He rejoined the campaign. But his character when he joined uh, was just referred to as the rogue. It was just the rogue. Yeah. Um, when he left, was gone for months... Uh, the DM used his character to steal my character's boat. No. Um, just as like, ah, he's not coming back. Let's just use his character he's to do this. Spain. Thing this happened. You yeah. Know? Um, now and you have to reconcile, okay? No, 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 no. Oh, you see. Shit. Uh, because my character holds grudges, does not like so his character. your character knew the rogue stole your boat. Well, yeah. Shit. Yeah. Um, so I knew he stole the boat. And so, um, in the session when he came back, the rogue came back and he was playing the rogue and everything. Um, but he also had a like new character 
So I just killed the rogue. That's so sad. I murdered him. God rest his soul. And the crazy thing is, it was it was very it was like worryingly easy to kill the rogue. Yeah, that's tough. Well, like he's been in Spain for a while. He's off his game. I I suppose so. It's well, the, the DM ended up playing him when um he died. Like it was the actual battle. Mm, I understand. So he like did the voice when he showed up and like ah. Blah, 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 this makes the sense. Role playing started. Does your your buddy from Spain? Did he he returned to the D and D campaign? Did he also return to GameStop? No. no. Oh, shit. Huh. What's he doing? Beats me. <laughs> That's concerning. Uh, he, he'll figure it out. He's okay. a wacky guy. I hope so. Yeah, I, oh, I hope by so the way, too. we were talking about Nebraska, I think. And then we got sidetracked by Doja Cat. I was going to ask, what, what do I do in Nebraska? What's the plan? What's the move, Grayson? There's nothing, man. No? Not of the, at Omaha? Doja I think Cat? I, I Andrew McMahon someone, in the Wilderness is there? I know someone who lives near there. I can ask her. Okay. I can't imagine there's much. I also imagine, because we have an Airbnb, there's the wedding that's going to happen on like Saturday or something. You'll probably be busy enough. I hope so. And if not, just sit around and like buy a board like game. Chill, yeah. Yeah, you know? I hope the Airbnb has board games. Maybe I'm just used to it from like, you know. Our, our exceptional amazing... one in Flagstaff. Dude, I am so worried about our trip coming up to Orlando with if this timeshare is a good idea or not. Because good idea for the funds, right? Good idea in that we've saved literally like a thousand plus dollars, right? Amongst all um, six of us. But also, like, it's worrisome because it's a timeshare and it's just like in a resort. And maybe that could be cool because now we have all the amenities of a resort. But, like, I'm concerned like that when my mom was here on Thursday, I had to have her look up the Airbnb or sorry, the the timeshare because I was worried. Mom, how many bathrooms do we have again? Because in my head, I was picturing if we only have one bathroom in the entire timeshare, that is tragic, okay? Last year, we had like four or something. And this year, we'll have two, which is reasonable. You know, reasonable. we can have a guy in a, in a girl bathroom. This makes sense. Um, and it's two bedrooms. And what I'm excited about, though, that I didn't think the timeshare had that it apparently does is a fully functioning kitchen. Like, we have a kitchen, uh -huh. which is great. That's amazing. Yeah. Do you not remember all the pictures? No. No, I was oh. so stressed out when we, that was all happening. Like, it, it, was, it was, yeah. I don't think it'll be bad. I think it'll be, at worst, like a crummy hotel, which even then, that's like, ah, whatever. Yeah. It should be fine. It's just, again, it was lovely last year. It was so good. Yeah, no, so there's amazing. no way we're living up to last year. I guess not. We just have to accept that. Fuck, I guess. But I also, I'm excited, kind of, for in the future, for us to be able to find another Airbnb, you know? Yeah, but... Great. I mean, then we have to put a lot of effort in to try and match. Because, like, it was so perfect. It was a beautiful cabin with plenty of space. I would argue like, the experience at the end, perfect, right? But the lead up to it was terrible. Because you remember you searched for all Airbnbs on the wrong days. So we settled on well, Not settled, but we chose one that wasn't actually available. <laughs> and then we had the last minute uh... book this one. This one was referred to as the Holy Grail Airbnb because we weren't going to get it because it was so expensive. But because you put in the wrong days, we ended up having to get it. You're welcome. Yeah, it worked out great. Yeah. You know? Like, I'm not missing the $300, but it did cost that, each of us. <laughs> you know? It was worth it. I think so. I think so. But this timeshare, I honestly doubt my grandfather ever even asks me for the money. If I were to go to him and ask him how much it was, my grandma will probably yell at him before he tells me. So That's very funny. Yeah, but I'll keep you guys abreast. So, I don't know. Orlando trip is on the horizon. Nebraska trip is more imminent. 
And otherwise, any other trips coming up? You have your trip to South Carolina. I do. I only have like one more week of work before I'm like off. And then I go to South Carolina, get back, do like another week, and then I go to Florida. What week do you, or what day do you go to South Carolina? Uh, 14th. 14th. Wow. So you're subjecting the listening audience to two virtual episodes of Boy Oh Boy? Yep. That's really messed up. I want to see my parents. And not provide the ideal listening experience for the listening audience? Sacrifice I'm willing to make. That's really, really, really tough. Okay. Are you going to do anything to like compensate for that? I haven't seen my dad in a year. Absolutely not. Uh, That is a second priority. You're not even going to compensate for the lack in audio quality. Nope. Just unabashedly. If anything, you're going to make it worse. You're not even going to take your good microphone with you. Tough. Just tough. Tough. You're just going to call in over the phone and I'll just have to put it on speaker. (laughs) That'd be very funny, actually. I mean, it'd be doable, I guess. Like we could theoretically do that. No, I'm going to bring my Samson mic like I always do. Okay. And then, yeah. Okay. No, this is fair. This is fair. I heard Wilson doesn't want you there on Christmas, though. He said he refuses to come to South Carolina if you're going to be there on Christmas Day. Yeah, so I have to come back early. That's really, really, really sad. I don't even work Christmas. But they don't want you there. Yeah. They've decided as a family that... Speaking of not working Christmas, the reason I don't work Christmas is because it's what they call an opt-in holiday. Basically, okay. um, everyone gets it off if they want to, but you can opt in to work. Uh-huh. Um, and if you opt in, then you get like a ton of extra pay because you're getting the holiday pay plus overtime. Okay. So are you going to opt in? Absolutely not. Okay. Well, I don't know. What are your plans for Christmas Day then? Sleep. Just sleep all day. Probably. Okay. Um, Fair enough. But what I also found out, I don't know if you recall, JC, but a long, long time ago, months ago, I tried to take the time off for um, the Florida vacation. Okay. And originally I got oh, all but two days. Yeah. All but two days. It was the uh, 31st and the 1st. Okay. Um, and I kept waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And then eventually I got the 31st. The, oh eventually gosh. the 31st wait list passed. But even now I don't have the 1st. Like, I never got the first. It is still, I'm waitlisted for the vacation time. What if they end up reneging on all of it? I don't think they can. Okay. Okay. That's good. That's good. I don't think that's an option. So what happens if you don't get the first? here's the thing okay i found out this week it's an opt-in holiday new year's is an opt-in holiday so i automatically have it off they shouldn't have even let you put in to have that day off like no they shouldn't that's have. really weird well, here's the thing here's the thing um certain days they will only release the time off at a certain point okay so like really popular days like hey everyone wants to take off around christmas yeah um they will wait to put in the hours until it's like fair. Everyone can cycle mm-hmm. in, and then that way people aren't booking it like six years in advance or something. That makes sense. Yeah. Um. So they like they wait. They do it over time, and I figured, oh, New Year's, they're probably just waiting on that. I figured there's no way I get like actual Christmas days off, so I didn't even try. Yeah. Um. New Year's, they're probably just waiting on that because a lot of people probably want it off. They want to get drunk on the uh, on the eve and then sleep it off on the first. Fair enough. They're waiting on that, and I kept waiting and waiting and waiting. Well, they never put the hours in. Like, it was always listed as how much uh, off time is available, how much yeah. vacation time is available for the day. Zero. Zero, 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 zero. My, I'm like 270-something in the wait list. That's messed up. Well, they were never going to add hours that you That's could take even off. even more messed up. Because That's everyone just gets it off. That's yeah. so good. So you have all your time off. Yeah. Let's go. It also means I have to use less time off for this trip than I anticipated. That's great. Unless it expires and then you just lose it, but I don't. No, think that's the no, case. no, no. Time off rolls over. This is massive. So you there's can like a it. maximum I can hold like 400 hours or something. 
That's pretty good. Or maybe it's 200. I think my dad's job doesn't have a cap on how much like PTO we can accumulate. And he's been there since before I was born. And he's a man who doesn't like to take vacations. So he could like at any point just take off like six months probably. That's so good. Yeah, it's really messed up. Um, And I don't really know how that works because I feel like if you were to do something like that, surely he would lose his job. But I think he could reason like, you know, he would technically have the ability to. Well, probably what is going to serve him is that whenever he like leaves his job, Mm -hmm. he'll get paid for all that. Really? Is that how that works? Pretty typically. That's wild. That won't. We just have to hope that local TV news doesn't go out of business before he retires. And the chances of that are very slim. You know, it is on its way out, Grayson. It's it's not oh, looking strong. That's devastating. It is. It really, 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 truly is. Um, but Gray the Gray, let me take a look at my boy oh boy list to see what else I have going on. Um, the first thing on my list is that I was on Instagram earlier this week, and this was legitimately last Thursday night after the podcast, so my memory is so foggy of it, but it was maybe the worst advertisement I'd ever seen. Okay, it was a 60-second ad on Instagram from your favorite burrito shop, Cabo Bob's, okay? And it was just the absolute worst, where, like, it's this guy. I think I remember it a little bit now. It's a guy who's, like, Googling, and he's struggling, trying to come up with good Christmas gifts for his family, and he's struggling, and he's struggling, and then finally it clicks. Like, you see, like, a light bulb go off over his head, and he slams his laptop, and he has a big smile on his face. And then he pulls up to a Cabo Bob's and just gets in line and buys a gift card. And that's the ad. Genius. It was so, so like, I, like, it, it felt like it was a video that was going to be, like, so absurd that, like, oh, haha, like, they're making fun of themselves with how bad the ad is. But then nothing that absurd ended up ever actually happening. It was just kind of a boring, poorly acted ad. That's beautiful. No. It was really, really rough. Like, it made me disrespect their company, like, respect their company less, I guess. Listen, they, they aren't Chipotle. No, you know? they certainly aren't. They aren't Chipotle. They aren't they aren't those big names in the burrito world. But they are based out of Austin, Texas. It has No, they're based the... out of California. Cabo Bob's is? I think so. I don't think that's true. I think they have like three locations and they're all here in Austin, aren't they? Really? I don't know. I'll look it up right now. Well, I read like their story. Maybe it was just like California guys who moved to Austin and Cabo started it. Bob's origin. We're going to find out live on the podcast. Everybody get locked. Yeah, it started in Austin in 2008. Okay. It's only in Austin, Texas. My mistake. Um, just spreading lies, misinformation. I'm sorry. I would like, I believe Chipotle started in California. Like that would make sense to me. It probably didn't, but I'd believe it. They are based in Austin, Texas. They only have locations in Austin, Texas. Okay. It's a city of creatives. And that's what you put together. Like, literally, you could have hired anyone off the street to like, do hire better some video students. production. Yeah, exactly. Do a partnership with UT. Don't even hire them, you know? Just be like, hey, you can get your name on, a, on an ad for like a local business. Yeah. And maybe that is what they did. And just maybe they did it with like a high school <laughs> instead, you know? And it just turned out really poorly. Yeah. It was, it was not good. It was not good. But Grayson, okay, we're talking about trips. We're talking about local businesses in Austin. Let's talk about our, oh, I would no. have to imagine our joint favorite business in Austin, right? It's certainly up there. Lick Honest Ice Creams. Love Lick. We just visited it minutes before the podcast. Got, got free Peppermint ice cream. Park ice cream. The lady recognized us this time. She didn't even ask to, us to show our little keychain. No, I, I did anyway. show it to her and she said, oh, I recognize you guys. You know? It's so good we didn't to know. have to do it. It's a good feeling. 
a great feeling. Okay, it's we're a good famous. feeling to know we could walk in on a Wednesday having forgotten our keychain, mm-hmm. and she'd be like, "Oh, don't worry. We need to try it out on a day that's not Wednesday, and hope they just don't even think about it." Absolutely not. So used we to have giving stolen, us free ice cream. We have stolen so much ice cream from this company. I don't know. I have the receipt to show I purchased that keychain. Okay. <laughs> you you kept the receipt. I well, it, probably in my bank statement somewhere. You know, I have to imagine. So I don't know. I I do feel guilty, but also. I go there more often to buy ice cream and actually use my credit card than you do. So maybe I should feel less guilt, you know? Oh, yeah. I only get the free ice cream. Yeah, that's really tough. That's really tough. But my thought is, last time, last week when we entered Lick, we saw this little promotional little flyer they had by the register that they're opening two new locations in Houston, Texas. You know who else is a fan of Lick Honest Ice Cream, Grayson? None other than the Alohi, one of the former hosts of Boy Oh Boy. It's true. Girl, oh, girl was what it was called at that time, season six, you know? Oh, yeah. I guess she wasn't a host of Boy, oh, boy. She was a no. host of Girl, oh, girl. Yeah, exactly. Same RSS feed, though. And she's over in Houston. We're going to have to make the trip out once they open up their Houston location. You have to imagine, right? Naturally. They open up in summer 2024, despite the fact the ad says summer 2023, you know? <laughs> but... We're going to do it. We simply must. We yeah, have to it'll be a good them. excuse to go visit Alohi. Do you think they will like be really kind to us if we show up and we're like, hey, we drove all the way from Austin. Do you think they'll be like, whoa. No, they'll be like, what is wrong with you? There's like eight locations out there. No, we can be like, we really like your business. And they're like, I just got hired yesterday. <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> they know. They will what not care. Yeah. Huh. I guess that's right, but. I don't, I don't, I just, I'll take the ad at least. Maybe they'll be impressed and be like, whoa, you got, you got the exclusive ad from our Austin location? And then they'll know. Maybe the owners will be there. Maybe I can invest in the company in person. Whoa. I don't have any legal obligations to GameStop stopping me from investing in them. Okay? No, fair enough, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm excited about it. Very excited about it. What I'm not excited about is a business that is actually based out of California, okay, a business that our friend from Arizona used to work at, Ike's Sandwiches, Grayson. Mm. We've eaten there together, have we not? Yeah, it was okay. At that Mueller location, yeah, I think it's very good there. I think it's very expensive, but also very good. And today, that's where I took Steven for food, okay? Steven has never been, okay? And it's right by where he works. And so Steven brought it up to like, hey, want to go to that Ike's place? And I said, absolutely, I do. I will never turn down an opportunity to go there. And we went, and one, they took forever for the food, right? And I had Steven use my rewards number, and this is a really convoluted story, right? It, it would go on so long for such an uninteresting payoff. But the point is, Steven ended up eating my sandwich, and they also made it wrong to begin with, and that's why we thought it was his sandwich. And also, they never made Steven's sandwich. And then when I confronted them, I was like, hey, my sandwich never came out. They were like, well, we gave you your sandwich. You grabbed it. And I was like, no, that was his sandwich. And they were like, no, that wasn't his sandwich. That was your sandwich. You got the, 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 the vegetarian one. And I was like, yes, I got the vegetarian one. And they were like, yeah, we handed that to you. And I was like, okay, well, he ate it. And also his sandwich never came out then. And also I never got lettuce and tomato on my sandwich. That sandwich is covered in lettuce and tomato. And thankfully, Stephen had only eaten half the sandwich. But the reason I went up to the counter is because Stephen ate that half the sandwich and he was done. And my sandwich still hadn't come out yet. Okay, so I sat there for like a good 15 minutes after Stephen finished his food and there's this whole debacle. And you want to know the worst part of all 
when they gave me the sandwich that was wrong that Steven ate half of that he wasn't supposed to eat, they forgot to give us a lollipop. But they remade all the food, and we were in Ike's sandwiches for about, like, 50 minutes, probably an hour. Um, but it was good. I'll stick with Jersey Mike's. Yeah, well, also, Steven lucked the fuck out because they remade my sandwich from scratch, and they also made Steven's original order. So Steven walked away with a sandwich and a half just to take home. What a deal. Yeah, like Steven made a almost $20 profit. That's an outrageous cost for a sandwich. Yeah. I well, will that's, say that's about what I spend at Jersey Mike's. I get the really huge one, but then I get like two meals out of it. Yeah, exactly. Because the, the, the Ike sandwiches are, they don't look massive, but they are They're so dense. filling. Yeah. They are so unbelievably filling. So I like don't eat all day beforehand if I know I'm going. And I also do not get the chips and do not get a drink because it's just the sandwiches are so much. But I really do love them. They taste so good. And Steven... I don't know how the fuck this boy operates. He ate my... Because he got like a spicy chicken sandwich with crazy sauce or something on it, right? <laughs> Just didn't question it. Mine was vegan fried chicken with artichoke hearts and sriracha. Um, and so when the lady came out, the lady worker came over to the table to question Stephen on the sandwich he ate. Because she was super confused all about all the events that happened, right? And rightfully so. We were all confused. Every party was confused. And she asked Stephen, looked him dead in the guy and said, were there artichokes on the sandwich that you ate? And Stephen said, no. And then she said, can I, like, look at it? Because she was, like, so, con- she was, like, so confused, right? Because she made the sandwich. And she opened it up. There were so many artichokes. <laughs> I don't think Stephen knows what an artichoke That's is. That's probably fair. But, like, he just didn't even, like, he didn't notice that it was vegan chicken. So... I guess that shows how authentic it is or something. Um, well, Stephen also probably wasn't chewing it when he was eating it. So. <laughs> That'd be such a difficult thing to swallow whole. Oh, my God. But, hey, you know, Steve again, Stephen walked out a real, real champion. Good on Ike's for, like, remaking the sandwiches. And yeah, and though. then also, again, my they usually give you a sour apple lollipop coated in caramel with every order, okay? The original one they gave me where they fucked up my sandwich and put a bunch of lettuce and tomato on it that I didn't ask for, didn't come with a lollipop. But the ones that they remade and gave to us, both had lollipops. Whoa. Let's go. It's maybe because at one point when I dumped out the bag, I did say kind of loudly, there's no lollipop. And they could have <laughs> possibly heard. Um, but we got our lollipops. So, Beautiful. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I would still go back to Ike's in a heartbeat. I'm... 49 points away in their loyalty program from getting $10 off. Wow. So I know. I know. It's a very big deal. Very big deal. It baffles me how many loyalty programs you're in. Well, I'd never had been part of any of them until like this past year. Because like getting a girlfriend, I've started eating out more than I have at any point in my life. And it's just become worthwhile. You know, fair enough. Yeah. You know? And so Whataburger... I mean, Pete Terry's, I wish had one. If Pete Terry's had one, I would probably eat at Pete Terry's more often. Well, they're already so cheap. They are, but imagine if they had, like, a free fry with every, like, five orders, you know? Like, that's costing them nothing. They do free fries if you fill out a survey on a receipt. I guess. So, I don't know. But I I would be psyched. Uh, Whataburger, I don't really go often enough for, like, my points I feel like usually expire by the time I go back. But Ike's, I'm going to get it. Because Ike's is so fucking expensive. I want the $10 off. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. So, Gray the Gray. Let me look at, at my list again. Let me see what else is going on here. We talked about the lollipops. Mm, 
I had oh I had my work uh winter party this past week. I have one that's tomorrow. Congratulations. I'm not going. Okay. I'd have to show up at work on a damn off. Like Oh, it's actually at your work? Yeah. That's tough. Last year we had my work winter party and it was at a restaurant up in Round Rock. But again, because I'm like the social media e person, I had to be there like to take photos and film everything. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of like weird and not like awkward, but it was like it was fine. And there were like not that there were like eight of us or something like that. Because that's how big the company was. And everyone felt weird because like all the food was like going onto my boss's card and stuff. But this year, my boss did it so right where she has a friend that in the last year bought a, a, I guess, a space like right in downtown Austin, like on Fifth Street. And she's turned into a studio where like people can go take photos and like film and there's like a kitchen there. Like it's just like this weird little like I don't I don't know how to describe it aside from like it's there's a kitchen, a green screen and some couches and you can just rent it out, you know. Mm-hmm. And so my boss was like, OK, I will rent that out for the party. And then she like had it catered and then like brought some games and bought a shit ton of alcohol. And then now there are like I think like. 15 or 16 of us there that work for the company now and we were all there it was a great time beautiful wonderful yeah yeah. and then we didn't do a white elephant instead we did a secret santa this year much better so you can get gifts that people actually care about Mm -hmm. you know ended up working wonderfully i think beautiful personally yeah beautiful absolutely absolutely at one point because my boss got a bunch of i guess jello shots because they were one of the cheapest things they had at the liquor store she went to but she also got like these little gummy bears as well but i didn't know that so at one point one of my coworkers offered me this little like plastic packet of gummy bears and i was really concerned because i didn't know if they were like alcohol or like you know i feel like traditional gummies aren't alcohol you know it's usually weed and i was i didn't want that but i also felt bad turning it down and i made a apparently it was very obvious i was uncomfortable taking it and they assured me it was alcohol so thank goodness i've never heard of alcohol gummy bears they were really slimy you yeah like they were fine they tasted like gummy bears but just slimier mm-hmm. it's kind of bad it wasn't great like i'd rather just drink something you know but we live we live we learn i what i've learned a lot since starting to drink alcohol over the past year grace and is that wine is my least favorite thing on this planet i think it is so intolerably disgusting intolerably that's sad it's just so bad but what about my mead? That's technically honey wine. It tastes great. Mead tastes awesome. Wine tastes like foot. <laughs> it, it And it burns. It's bad. Okay? Mead tastes like sugary juice. Okay? With a little bit of a kick. Yours burns a little bit. But that's not... It's not a bad burn. The burn of a wine is disgusting. Okay? It's, it's, it's just so... So bad. That's all I can say. Okay. Okay. I'm right. sorry. Yeah, I feel like you should be proud. You make good mead. I mean, I'm a little proud of my mead, but I'm a little... I'm concerned that wine is the thing that's burning. The wine, I mean, wine doesn't, like, burn... Like, what burns more is if you just, like, drink straight, like, I don't, like liquor, you know? But, like, wine is so unpleasant of a taste, the fact that it also burns even a little bit is just insult to injury. Okay? Like, no aspect of it is pleasant. Like, it already tastes so funky, and now it's also going to hurt a little bit. <laughs> it's fucked. I don't know. I think I think some wines can be good. I, I generally don't like the taste of wine. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are some wines that are just pleasant. Okay. There are some sweeter wines as well. Maybe you just haven't had a good wine. Because wine has a shocking amount of variety for just being, like, one thing. It's mm-hmm. just grapes. 
Well, I've only had like maybe three or four variations, and all of them have tasted like shit. I've so. had some good ones. Okay. Okay. Well, I will I say will. the majority I've had, I did not enjoy. This makes some sense. I've had were quite good. I will hold out hope. I will absolutely do so. The friend in Nebraska that's getting married is apparently they love wine, so maybe their open bar at their wedding will have so many wines, and I'll get to, to give it a shot. I probably won't. I've come to enjoy more beers lately because I do not like beer mm-hmm. in general. But some beers, I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. this good. This is I get it. That I've only had twice. One of them was just like one of those generic like name brand ones because it was all they had at the music venue I was at, and it and I got it on accident and it tasted fine. It was just like a little nutty, but was whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't dislike it, but I didn't like it. And there was one that I had on my sister's birthday in San Antonio that was like not neapolitan maybe like rainbow sherbet flavored it said oh it was a sour it was great it didn't taste anything like rainbow sherbet but it was just like great i don't know tasted good i can get behind a sour i mean the ones that i hate are lone stars oh that's the one that tastes like banana that i had the first time i had beer i forgot about that when i turned 21 and that guy from middle high school was up here and he was like kept convincing pushing me to have my first drink and I wasn't ready to drink at the time, but he bought me one and I took a sip. It tasted just like banana. It was ass. Yeah, Lone Star's terrible. Yeah. My brother enjoys Lone Star's. Messed up. I kind of get it because it's like dirt cheap. Yeah. Like very cheap. That's fair. But it is so disgusting. I can't finish one. I'm so sorry. They're just nasty. I apologize. I apologize. I think there's banana in it. That's probably why. <laughs> yep, that's it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. The, I like when I went to um, my coworker's wedding, he had an open bar. And uh, it was at a brewery, so like they made their own beer. Let's the go. beer they made was quite good. Um, I had a beer when I when I, do you remember when uh, my friend from Arizona was moving away from Austin back to DC? Oh yeah, yeah. When I went out drinking with them, he got a beer that was quite good. And is I was that like, when Hans oh. was here? No no? no, 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 no. This is a separate time. That's so sad. Well, because um, it was just kind of nowhere. Like he was moving back to DC, and then um, it was me, him, and then one other person from Arizona. Um, who all went out for the night and she was like because she invited me like hey he's leaving want to get together i was like absolutely Uh Um, so we went out drinking and he got a beer and it was it was very good i was very impressed by it but i have no idea what he got oh you didn't like your beer you just got on sunday with me and steven i liked it to begin with the first sip was interesting yeah Yeah. because it was kind of like oh you got a chocolate peanut butter beer well it was the top of their list like their most popular one i was like you know what I've never had anything like it. But I I got a vegan patty melt and you got a burger. A Cuban. Cuban. Cuban burger. Cuban burger. So peanut butter beer probably doesn't pair too well. No. No, it was it was bad. And it made me feel like actually sick. That makes sense. It was it was so bad. But peanut butter does that. Like if you were just to eat a bunch of scoops of peanut butter, the first maybe one and a half are great. Everything past that point just makes your stomach feel like shit. I mean, I get, I eat a lot of peanut butter. Just like by the spoonful? Sometimes, yeah. I I've, I can't say I haven't done that before, but when I have, I always regret it after the first few scoops. Listen, we did this thing at work today because we have like team meetings and stuff. Um, we'll, and we have like an icebreaker most of the time. Just like a random question. Just okay. to kind of hang out while people are still filtering into the meeting. Oh, did you use that icebreaker for your date that I asked you about last week? I don't even remember it. Uh, I asked you to ask them if they had ever been in a marriage where it ended with your husband breaking into your home and shooting you in the mouth through one cheek and then exiting the other and then killing one of your children. 
totally spaced on that one. Sorry, okay, I'll bring okay. it up on the next next day. At least you can do it at work for like one of your icebreakers there. I suppose so. Yeah. Um, but the one for today's meeting was, um, what is a weird food combination you enjoy? And I brought up the fact that I like peanut butter banana sandwiches with mayo. Oh, the mayo is where you caught me off guard. Like the mayo is more upsetting than the banana in that instance. Listen, it wouldn't taste good to you because obviously you don't like banana or mayo, (laughs) but peanut butter and mayo are legitimately a good combo. I, I sincerely they are take your word for it it doesn't make sense but it is it i told will about it forever ago and he thought i was like joking he thought i was like making it up but I because could, it sounds like just no, no no offense to will i could picture him eating like most like things that sound weird and enjoying it you know yeah like i can picture him eating some gross ass shit and being like you gotta try this that's fair that's fair but um which is exactly what you just described kind of gross ass shit and you're like you gotta try this so you don't gotta try it you would hate it i I can recognize you would hate it too many of the components are things that you would not enjoy but love bread it is a good combo Mm. it is it is sincerely good combo none of my co-workers believed me and i was like please you just gotta you gotta believe me are you gonna it's good i promise it's good i promise believe me no absolutely not but then they're not never gonna try it I'm okay with that. If you want them to find out, bring like a little plate of like mm-hmm. mini sandwiches. They can miss out. They so can miss out. You should have brought it to the winter party. No. That you're abandoning them for. Listen, I'm not I'm not going to that party. I don't have any interest. I'd have to show up to GameStop on a day I have off. And even then it's like, why bother? I mean, they'd probably have like food and stuff, which would be kind of cool. But I don't know. It's I understand. I might consider going if like enough of my coworkers were going, like people that I like, but I don't even think they're going because like That's my whole so team's sad. not going because it's our day off. You need to go to network with the, the higher ups at, at GameStop. No, I think I'm good. Oh, okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. What about you put on your list? White elephant is that part of what you're skipping? Oh no, that- no, 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 that is just for our team. We were planning on doing a white elephant, but we don't know when it is, so I'm worried I'm not going to be like in town. Oh, so I'm kind of sad tough. about that. That's we're very doing like a team Christmas party sort of thing. And my um, my manager was like, hey, listen, my parents have like this lake house. It's a tiny little thing. It's about an hour and a half away. I could maybe convince them to like let us use that for our Christmas party. Whose parents have a lake house? My manager. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It's not like a super fancy lake house or anything. A lake like, house is a lake house. True. It's very true. Thank you. Um, But he's like, I could probably convince them to let us use it for our our team kind of Christmas party. We could all head out there. I hope it's a piece of shit. I hope it's the worst lake house that's ever existed. (laughs) It probably is, and I'm totally okay with that. But I'm just so sad I'm going to miss out on this uh, team meeting, potentially. Oh, that's the thing that you would miss is in the at the lake house? Well, yeah, because I'm going to be gone for most of December. Oh, convince them to do it like the the eve of Christmas Eve. (laughs) No. (laughs) Why not? No one else wants to go then. Why not? It's two days before Christmas. We will be working on Christmas Eve until 8 p.m. So the day before that. I think we work. I think we work that day. Because get, I get back on the 22nd, and then I think I work the following two days. God damn it. Whatever. I, so you're not even. Wow. This is messed up. My family throws an Eve of Christmas Eve party every year, and I try to avoid it. Um, and this year I thought I was going to get to because there's an AEW show um, in San Antonio that my dad and I were going to go to originally. But then we realized it's on the day of my mom's party. And so now my dad can't go. 
Why so. do you try and avoid it? Well, usually because up until this year, I never drank. And I don't, like, up until this year, I also have never enjoyed being around my family when they drank. And by my family, I mean my mom specifically, you know? Why? I just, I, I don't I don't know how, how to explain it. It just, it would make me, like, feel so uncomfortable. Mm. Like, just so bad and uncomfortable. Um, but now, like, if I am also drinking, it doesn't affect me as much. But, so, I think it should be fine, you know? Mm-hmm. I hope so. I certainly hope so. So... We'll see how it goes. But also CM Punk's not even going to be there. He works for the Fed now. So for what's the, the point of even going? <laughs> yeah. So uh, I love that in a weird way, all the hype of like, no, 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 no. CM Punk's going to be back. CM Punk, you know, it's just a, it's a, they're going to reveal him at this show, this show. No, 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 for real. Like this show, like definitely. Like I'm glad that finally happened. Yeah. It's badass. It's He's hilarious. Back, baby, let's go. He's going to be back on SmackDown this Friday. Okay. Someone reported that his shitty promo on Raw was just him showing him play ball with the WWE. He's willing to. I don't. I don't know. It was a bad news article. That's probably fake and made up because that's what half of wrestling journalism is. Mm-hmm. But it's exciting. Beautiful. Yeah, I was gonna buy his merchandise, his new T-shirt. When you add shipping and tax, it's over forty dollars. I just can't do it. Okay, like I love CM Punk, but that shirt's gonna be on sale for seventeen bucks in a month. You know, mm-hmm. I can't do it. I hope he forgives me. I'm sure he. Will. I cried last night. It was like 2 a.m. I saw a video of CM Punk and it made me cry. Not like sob, but I teared up because there's a wrestler right now on NXT named Cora Jade, who Steven's a big fan of, and Steven's shown you many a photo of Cora Jade. Do you know who Cora Jade is? I think so. Okay. Is she the one with the fake boobs? She is. She oh, did get those yeah. in the last year. And she's been a wrestling fan for forever. And she used to show up to, like, all the CM Punk meet and greets and everything, right? And there's, like, all, like, these photos of her as a kid with him. And there's – because she's, like, she's like a year younger than us, right? So, like, same age range. Mm-hmm. And the first time she met him, like, it was they, – they were filming a documentary or something at the time. And so she's meeting CM Punk, and she's, like, crying, sobbing. And CM Punk's like, don't cry. I don't, like – I don't like to see people cry. Like he was like being like nice about it, but like, you know, and then her dad came up after her and was like, you are such a good role model for my daughter. I have to thank you. So, and the dad seemed like a piece of shit, like no offense. Right. But it seemed like some like scummy, like New Jersey guy, you know, but he came up and like had a very heartfelt moment. He was like, thank you so much for being a good role model for my, for my daughter. It was so sweet. You know, and now she's a wrestler. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. CM Punk's awesome. He's a great guy. <laughs> If you say so. He's a wonderful man. So, Grayson, is there anything else you'd like to talk about before we ride off into the sunset on this edition of Boy Oh Boy? I think we covered it. I think we did as well. We didn't have many topics, but we made it past the hour, so we killed it. And we'll be back next week to kill it again. We hope. You know, we'll see. Maybe I don't return from Nebraska. Maybe I get sucked out of the, the, the window. That'd be crazy. I mean, it'd be fine. I'd probably find out so much later as well. Like on Wednesday when I don't show up for the podcast. <laughs> He's yeah. like, hey, JC, where are you at? Don't respond. Yeah. Hans would probably know before any of you guys, and it's not even a joke. Like Hans would somehow find out first. Yeah. And be the one to inform everyone. Like you and Steven would just go about life without me. <laughs> and then Hans would be like, hey, guys. <laughs> yeah, a month later, he sees an article about it. That's tough. <laughs> no, I wouldn't go on past the Wednesday. I'd just be confused. Oh, okay, then... okay, okay. Fair enough. If it were just Steven, it would go on past the Wednesday. 
Oh, for sure. Like if you were in a different state and it was just me and Steven here, I could fall off the face of the earth and Steven would not pursue. You know? <laughs> it's very possible. I think it is the only option. Describe any other scenario where he pursues. I think, no, you're right. That is like by far the most likely Thank scenario. Thank you. I appreciate it. But we'll be back next week with more Boy Oh Boy providing that does not happen. Grayson, is there any way you may die in the, la- in the next week? Man, I sure hope not. Okay. Well, we'll keep everyone updated. Goodbye, everybody. Adios. Adios.